Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Uh, 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people listening in today. We acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded and acknowledging that um, um, all um, and that reconciliation is an ongoing process in which we all play a part. Um, If you want to get in touch with the show today, just if you have questions, comments or queries, which we always love, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. SMS 61456751215. Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook on um, my page, Sally Goldner, and Out of the Pan 3CR 855 in Melbourne. Having some tech issues to just get a guest on the line. I'm not sure what's going on today, but um, um, we're just going to do some messages, maybe some more music, and then let's see if we can get things underway with our guest, Rebecca Loveday. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital. 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Hi, I'm Sophie from Braemar College, basis of The Tangents. Stay tuned to 3CR Community Radio, supporting young local artists. 855 on your AM dial, digital and online at 3cr.org.au. Listen to Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm to 2am for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moon Mullican, Lefty Vassell, Hank Snow and many more. Remember, Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm only on 3CR. And do it all Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, hoping to get un- out of the pan underway on this Sunday, the sixth of November. Um, first broadcast. Should add that any opinions I express on the show are my own and not those of any organisation with which I have been associated, past or present. Um, can't talk about the future yet because I'm not Marty or Doc. Um, and if there is anything triggering on the show today, which there, I'll do the general warning because um, we do have to talk about some trans issues or may talk about some trans issues that have come up. Um, QLife, including Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, and Rainbow Door, one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven. And we opened up with a proud trans artist, um, Dread Circus, featuring Jade Star and Gender Optimized two point zero. Gosh, two thousand and seven and managed to get a new copy of that last year. But um, as I say, on the line to talk about the Trans Pride March, which is next Sunday, and we've got an exciting announcement, as well as the fact that the march is happening, is um, uh, someone representing the Trans Pride March, of course, Rebecca Loveday. Rebecca, let's see if the technology is now working. Hi, Sally. How are you going? All right. Oh, well, I'll just take some t- deep breaths. Me and technology, <laughs> not having a good... Um 
good relationship. Um, you know, maybe we need to head for the divorce courts or something. But let's <laughs> let's talk about something more cheery, um, which I think is really important. Next Sunday, um, the 13th of November, as we go to air on the 6th, is the Trans Pride March. And um, um, in here in Melbourne slash Nam, um, first of all, Tell us um, how the idea for this came about, and obvious, and you know, sort of when it first came about. And obviously, we may have had um, some um, troubles doing it in the last few years. But let's um, start from the beginning. Yeah, so um, I'm one of the co-founders of Trans Pride March Melbourne, alongside alongside two other uh, women of trans experience, Miss Catalina and Sasha Sidek. Uh, so the three of us attended a Melbourne Queer Film Festival. Uh, program and after that we got talking around how we could use our platform um, and our privileges as trans women um, to advocate for our community and we started talking and we discussed um, creating Trans Pride March Melbourne back in 2019 and it's something that we birthed then and we have been working on since and like you said, Sally, there's been a couple of, I guess, roadblocks in the way, um, <laughs> mostly COVID-related. Of course. Um, and so we have planned it each year, but this year we finally get to um, put it out there to the world and have the first Trans Pride March here in Melbourne. Yeah, excellent. Absolutely. And look, as a um, British um, YouTube wrestling commentary channel that I listen to calls the <laughs> pandemic the, the global bastard. They originate from North England. It's certainly... Yeah. Certainly has been that and put a lot of things um, on the dampener on things. And it's really important. I'm going to dive in. You mentioned a very interesting point there. Um, you said your platform and privilege along with your two co-organisers. Um, that's a really good thing to say, but so I'd like to expand on that. Um, tell us a bit more about um, how your thought, your thought process is there. So I think because speaking around using our platform that we are all quite outspoken advocates for the trans community and we felt that collaborating together we could use that um, to elevate the voices of other people within the community. And when I speak about privilege, I think that we all um, carry our own different levels of privileges. Mm. And for us, uh, three trans women, um, we are able-bodied. We, um, I guess, would to be deemed, for lack of better words, as passing within society. We're all working. So we have privileges within um, our own rights, even though we're all identified as trans women. And other people within our community aren't necessarily as privileged as we are in that regard. And so we feel it's important to use our privileges um, to elevate the voices of trans people and to ensure that they're protected and ensure that they have places to speak and to pass the mic to them and create space that are safe and inclusive for them. Oh, look, I really, really want to give a big, well, tick of any sorts, rainbow or otherwise, to your approach there because I think too often privilege gets looked at, we'll say, one-dimensionally rather than overall intersectionally. You know, and I'm, I, th I'm very, I think that's a... So you've started from a really, really good place there and that's why I, want, I wanted to, to really get that out there, which I hadn't ex hadn't expected. So really, thank you so much for that, Rebecca. I think that's okay. really important. So COVID will say, I, I don't like the phrase, you know, the one that gets used, I don't know if, it, I don't really like it because I acknowledge lots of people are still affected by COVID, such as immunocompromised. And as we found during the worst of the 2020 and 21, that the more marginalisation you face, the greater the disparity and inequity that existed. But we are at this you know, we're probably around the best we're going to be for the, unless there's a miracle vaccine that gets automatically gets rid of any variant from now on. 
So we're at that point now where we can do it. Um, once we got, you know, I'm, and I think I might go on with that. I mean, um, are there any, you know, COVID safety protocols in place for the march? We might as well go with that and then talk about, um, you know, what we really want to be marching for. Of course, yes. Yeah. So we'll obviously be um, encouraging people to attend um, if they would like to wear masks, if they choose to, for their own safety and for the safety of others. We also have uh, over 30 marshals that will be there to help um, with the march on the day. So if there are any things that, that arises on the day that people might need support or assistance with, we're going to have marshals there advocating for the trans community. We'll also have um, uh, the GLLOs present as well. So there will be a police presence, but it will be very in line with um, LGBTQA plus inclusion. Um, and so there are going to be safety measures in place um, to ensure that everyone that is attending does feel safe, whether it's COVID or otherwise, um, and just encouraging people, yeah, to wear masks if they would choose to. Yeah, well, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the otherwise. I mean, you know, look, let's be grateful for the fact that Melbourne slash NAM is possibly one of the better places in so-called Australia and on planet Earth to be. But, of course, we know it's not perfect and there could be issues. So and we do have to, you know, face that um, reality. If, I mean, if there was no discrimination in the world, maybe we wouldn't be having a conversation now that it is really, really important. Um, and, you know, sort of let... So let's um, go through the, you know, the sort of... Um, let's continue sort of talking about planning and then we'll get to what people might expect at the march. I mean, you've done that sort of safety planning. Any other sort of accessibility needs that you have um, you want to mention that you think are important? Yes, of course. So we're going to have um, Auslan interpreters present on the day. Cool. So for people that are deaf or hard of hearing, um, and so that will be present so um, we can have that open space so people can be included within that and be able to, because we will have a lot of speakers there. So we want to make sure that anyone within the deaf or hard of hearing community is able to attend the march and be able to see what's going on and to um, you know, understand what's happening with the speakers. Um, obviously, we want to make sure that anyone that um, may have any kind of physical limitations or is um, within a wheelchair, that they can also access the march. We want to encourage them uh, when the march actually commences to be at the front of the march and to ensure that the pace of the march is moving at, at their pace. And so they're, they're kind of in the forefront of the march um, alongside um, the speakers and obviously uh, the co-founders, myself and Sasha and Kat. Brilliant stuff, um, which leads into um, the sort of what the sort of we say we'll say the when and who I suppose. Um, so and where? Um, let's start with where um, and start setting the the picture of that. Where will the pride the march? Will sort of where's the we'll call it the gathering point, and um, where will it go from there? Yeah, so the um, the march will actually commence at the front of the State Library um, and we're encouraging people to get there at 11.30am for a 12pm start. Uh, so what will happen is um, once everyone's kind of gathered at the front of the State Library, we are going to have uh, speakers um, present. So we've got a, a quite diverse range of um, people within the trans and gender diverse community um, that identify in all different sorts of ways. We have allies, we have parents, we have... Um, a variety of people within our community speaking, and we have 15 speakers altogether. It sounds like a lot. Um, so what we're doing is we're actually um, having two um, parts of the um, speeches created, and at the front of the State Library, half of the speakers will be speaking then, um, and then we will march from 
uh, outside the State Library, down Swanson Street. We'll turn on Burke Street and um, conclude the march out the front of the Parliament House, where the other half of the speakers will continue um, to share their lived experience and um, ideas around what trans visibility means to them. Very, very awesomeness. Um, now, 15 speakers, that's, I mean, that's it's quite... It's a lot, right? It's a lot. So, um, you know, sort of, um, if you've got the list in front of you, run your um, finger down at random or land your finger on the page or elbow or whatever you want and, <laughs> and mention a few um, um, of the um, of the people who are going to speak at either, be, either beginning or, or end. Of course. I, I won't give them all away, but I, I will share some of them. So we have um, Pharrell Shamer, who is uh, a trans man who is also a professional sportsman. Um, he will Ooh. be speaking. We have um, Andy Manick, who is an MP, yes. who um, is an ally to our community but has two trans children. Indeed. We have Miss Cairo, who is a trans woman of colour, and she's also an entertainer here uh, in Melbourne. We have um, Georgie Yanovic, and she uh, is also has the intersectionality of identifying as intersex and also as a trans woman. Um, there's a range of others, uh, Kitty Obsidian, Shinobi, Kane, Mia, uh, Mama Merrin and Jay. So that's a mother and a child um, that identifies, so the child identifies as trans. Um, we have Sage Akuri, Anastasia Lee, um, Kiki Temple, Jet Robin. So there's a range of people that are going to be speaking, um, some, familiar fa- some familiar names, I guess, and there's some other people that um, might be new to, to, for the um, community to view and listen to. But the purpose of that is we really encourage um, passing the mic to people that may not often get a platform to speak and to want to share their lived experience. No, that's a, a perfectly fair thing. It's a sort of, we'll call it a sense of community development and mentoring as, um, as we go. Um, which is really important, and yeah, great range of names there, and um, um, of course um, Andy Medic, who you know, as you mentioned, two trans children, and um, um, of course if I didn't mention that, of course um, um, a great, obviously from the Animal Justice Party and Freedom of Species, which I'll say most weeks follows out of the pan at one covering vegan, vegetarian, and animal advocacy issues. So he's, and I often say with dry humour that if I could brainwash him, I'd make him a sort of a men's behaviour advocate because he, to use the old saying, is a gentleman and a scholar, so to speak, in my opinion. Um, lovely, lovely human. But that's certainly a great range of people there from, we'll say, the kaleidoscope of genders and backgrounds and intersections, which is really, really good. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, it's worth mentioning that we will be having Welcome to Country as well at the commencement of, of, of the um, Pride March, so before the speakers um, go on stage. And, we, and our co-founder, Sasha Zydek, she will actually be um, hosting um, and introducing the speakers on the day. Two excellent. And, well, declaring all possible um, all possible bias, but with also great excitement, um, for those who can't get there in person, we've got some good news, don't we? <laughs> We do, yes. Would you like to share that, Sally? I think I will. We can now proudly announce that 3CR will be broadcasting live from noon till uh, four next week. And do want to give thanks to the crew from Freedom of Species, also Rotations, for um, giving up their slots so we can go all the way through and then queering the air at three, which is really, really awesome. So I'll be sort of here in the studio getting the vibe down the line, so to speak, um, and um, hopefully getting, um, you know, sort of just tuning, really getting people, I think we'll just be broadcasting some of those speakers, 
Hopefully we'll have people on the ground interviewing people who are there, all that sort of stuff. And I think that's really important that we can then reach out to, well, given that we are on 3cr.org.au, the rest of the world. And I'm um, full credit to um, Queering the Air for getting that one underway, um, part of the 3CR community. So that's really exciting as well that people will be able to tune in. Yes, it's amazing because, you know, sometimes people may not have the capacity or to attend an event like this, but they still want to be included and take a part of it. So a big thank you to 3CR and to you and to the team there for um, being able to broadcast the Trans Pride March live. It's going to be amazing. Yep, absolutely. Looking forward to that next week. Um, people will not have to endure my music selection, so there you go. <laughs> but much more importantly, we get the trans visibility out there. And I think that leads to a critical point and... You know, perhaps I can get you to put in your own words, and I will say possible content warning depending on your own words. You know, you mentioned you wanted to, you know, use your privilege, but there's lots of reasons for doing it at this time. Um, you know, even as I say, in a place like Melbourne, which is better, and Australia, which has some degree of national anti discrimination coverage, um, it's really important that we do it. Do you want to um, just, in your own words, pop through some some more of the reasons as to why we need? a trans pride march and and it's great that we have the we'll say the full rainbow pride march in the first sunday in february but um a trans pride march as well yeah well i think i think from i guess my own lived experience and the lived experiences of our community is that we know that the trans community is highly oppressed specifically trans women of color and that violence towards trans people um is still very prominent in our community and maybe not like you said Sally, maybe not so much in australia but globally trans rights are, um, you know, are needing to be uplifted a lot further than what they currently are. So I feel that having the visibility of our community here in Australia showcasing the array of diversity that we have is incredibly important. And for to land at the very start of Trans Awareness Week on the 13th of November, I think is an incredible way to showcase um, the diverse, colourful and beautiful community that we have and to, I guess, promote inclusion and to, you know, kind of break down some of those barriers and stigmas that people might have as the perceptions of trans people and just to show how incredible we really are. This is a good thing, you know, trans awesomeness, um, you know, I call the 31st of March the other big day of the trans day of the year, yeah, trans definitely. awesomeness day, um, and it is important that we do this, and of course... I also say that the 20th of November, Trans Remembrance Day, as long as there is any human decency, we will need to acknowledge it. I hope we come to the day one day where we don't report one more um, untimely death of a trans person, but we do want to acknowledge those who have gone before us. And often we think of the trans people who, for whatever reason, are sadly no longer with us. And I think that we need both these things and we need all these things to to strengthen ourselves so it's incredibly welcome that um, this is happening. And, um, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. So once again, let's just get um, the um, any other details. And if people need to contact um, the Trans Pride March, um, what are the ways to do that as well, pr- um, anything prior? And um, also, to, once again, um, what to do and when, when to make it happen next Sunday. Yes, definitely. So for anyone that would like to attend the Trans Pride March Melbourne that's happening next Sunday, uh, the 13th of November, we ask that people arrive at the State Library at approximately 11.30am uh, and to, if you'd like to bring a mask, if that's something that would make you feel safe uh, within the community, please do so. 
um, and know that we will have uh, over 30 marshals that will be attending on the day. And if you would like to contribute to being a marshal, um, we are doing uh, online training, marshalling training tomorrow um, at 6.30pm and you can register through the Trans Pride March Melbourne Facebook page. Um, that's going to be in support uh, with Flatwalk Melbourne. Um, they're going to be helping to facilitate that training session for our marshals. Mm. Um, and so if anyone does have any further questions or they would like to email us directly, they can go through our Facebook page, which is Trans Pride March Melbourne, or email us at transpridemarch uh, at hotmail.com. Um, and I just wanted to add as well that we've had um, a great support from Transgender Victoria as well. Um, and Son, who is a part of Transgender Victoria, will also be speaking on the day. So they have supported us throughout um, creating the Trans Pride March and um, helping us a lot along the way. So we just want to say a huge thank you to them as well. Um, for sure. And I should just add, is there anything else that um, just, you know, sometimes comes to mind during the interview? I think we had it all covered there, the who, what, when, where, why, how, so to speak. But um, might just check in. Anything else that perhaps um, you would like to add as well, um, Rebecca? Yeah, I just want to say that it's going to be an incredible day. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very inclusive. We encourage people to come along, even if you are an ally of the trans community, come and support us, bring banners show what it means to um, be supportive of the trans community because without allies, we can't make progressive change. And I think, um, yeah, just remember anyone is welcome that we would love to have you all on board, trans community and allies. So please come along to the march um, on Sunday to support us. Yeah, absolutely. You you mentioned earlier that one of um, your speakers, Georgie, also is of intersex experience. And we should say yeah. that Tuesday, um, this Tuesday is Intersex Remembrance Day, and I think today, or certainly in the last week or so, has been Transparent Day, so lots of sort of Amazing. intersections that we can celebrate um, during November. Um, we recently had Ace Awareness Week, and it's really important that um, you know everyone gets a Guernsey. We're looking like... Um, it's going to be warm enough, but um, you may need to bring bring the brolly. I just was trying doing a quick check of the weather forecast. Um, but yes, and bring some water with you as well, of course. Absolutely, yes. And um, stay safe and stay healthy. And Rebecca, thank you to you and your team for pulling it all together. And again, really impressed with how you put that um, about using the privilege that you have. Um, that gets a big woohoo from me, and I'll be. Um, monitoring things um, from the 3CRN live next week and be looking forward to listening in. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for having me on, Sally. I really appreciate it. Pleasure. You go have a great Sunday. Enjoy the sunshine. Bye. Bye. Rebecca Loveday on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Um, And, um, um, well... Um, it's going to be a huge day there. Um, in the meantime, let's have a listen to um, something that tr- proves that this is trans royalty. And do apologise that this track was early 2010s and there wasn't enough non-binary. So as you listen to this track from a band called Jesus and His Judgmental Father, um, and the album, this is the epont- the title cut, Kings and Queens, if you have any non um um, terms for royalty that include non-binary, um, you can perhaps message them in to us um, on 61456751215 to SMS, um, email out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line, and on Facebook. In the meantime, let's have a listen um, to um, a fantastic track, um, which will um, get us into that sort of royalty mode, regardless of which terms we use that trans and gender diverse people are, it should be 
mentioned that um, Shakespeare used they as a um, term for royalty. So I think that certainly fits our non-binary and agender and beyond the binary type of communities. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
when disaster hits a group of islands scattered around the ocean like Tonga, it is evident how the responses and actions can be difficult for these multitude of uh, beings have no idea what to do, plus no equipment or tools to work with. And the impact will show on everything, physically, mentally, financially, and people due to being uninformed and unequipped. So maybe this is, um, this is a question for the Tongan government. How can you manage situation like this better in the future? Subscribe to 3CR, informed, articulate and alternative. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03 9419 8377. Join me and our Pacifica family as we talk about all things Pacifica for our queer Pacifica community. From news and information to covering all the arts and culture and events of our community for our community. PX Fano, the voice of queer Pacifica for Australia and the world, every Saturday afternoon, 1.30 to 2 o'clock, only on 3CR. 855am Community Radio That is us, 3CR 855am, 3CR Digital 3cr.org.au 3CR On Demand Out of the Pan with Sally First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon until around April next year. We're on Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for your company and yes, now on Saturday afternoons at 1.30, um, Pex Wainu, great to see them having a permanent, uh, or hear them, it's radio, um, we don't um, live stream from the studio like some radio stations do, thank heavens, this this face anyway is a face for radio, um, and um, great to hear them um, now having a weekly show for 1.30 Saturday afternoon, so Great lineup of queer specific information on 3CR, of course, in your face with James at 4 pm Friday, queering the air at 3 pm Sunday, and of course, lots of queer presenters um, throughout lots of other shows, um, bringing their unique, diverse perspectives as only 3CR and community radio can. Um, so, um, lots, lots going on. We're course in a state election campaign and i'm not of course in line with broadcast laws going to do any commentary per se there's a good word for the day per se um but um you know um will queer be a factor in how you vote um you know to any degree not saying it has to be the only factor or um you know not at all we don't believe in binaries on this show for sure um curious to hear what you think um you know i live out in um, Bulleen, and so I, um, my member of parliament is the guy, um, which does uh, make things interesting um, as well. But um, not sure who, exactly who is running yet. Um, the dearth of local newspapers in the um, you know in the area since the since COVID, and we lost the um, the larger companies tried to do it, and um, media 
print media companies don't really do local papers anymore, which I think is a sad thing. Um, I think there's got to be a way to bring that back. One, I'm declaring an interest, I suppose, just to be sure. I do write um, a column every month for the Manningham Nilimbic Bulletin, which you can check out. There aren't direct links to my column, but you can just flip through, do the flippy through thing and see that. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see um, what sort of ca- um, who turns up and which candidates, um, which choices we have. And, of course, the Victorian Pride Lobby onto this. They've been um, having forums and analysing candidates. Have to see if we can get someone on from them in the next couple of weeks um, and just um, sort of you know hear factually, without opinions, what the responses of parties and candidates have been. Very interesting to see. Um, what else has been going on um, during the week? Um, it's been a little quiet. Um, you know, thinking of my freedom of species colleagues more than anything, given that um, you know we've um, had you know the uh, a certain horse race, and interesting to see crowds down even on pre-COVID levels, and that things are dropping off. And I mean, you know, for so long the Melbourne Cup considered a part of. Melbourne, but um, is it um, what it was? Are people beginning to think, mm, is this really where we want to be? You know, so an interesting challenge, um, but um, obviously um, freedom of species and other great animal advocates highlighting perhaps where some of these things fall down. And um, whilst this is the last thing this show is ever likely to be is a full-on sports report, um, all commiserations to the um, Richmond AFLW team who lost their qualifying final yesterday, but they will be in the semi-finals in Melbourne next week. I went along last week to Arden Street, one of the traditional grounds, packed pretty much, even though it's a small ground. Great to see um, AFLW really making a difference, and hopefully one day we'll have trans women playing there as well. All right, enough of the serious stuff, just to prove that at least this... Um, tongue-in-cheek coming up, politically correct, um, oversensitive, pinko-greeny, lefty, tree-hugging advocate can laugh at herself. Here's Weird Al Yankovic from the Running With Scissors album, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
Ranch. But when I hit those big speed bumps, my darling little rhinestone bumps keep slipping off the mother loving clutch. But still I'm driving in a truck, driving a big old truck, heading down the interstate just trying to make a buck. Wearing feather boas with sequins and chiffon while I'm driving in a truck with my high heels on. I'm driving in a truck. I'm Jane Clifton, author, musician, actor, marriage celebrant, author of The Address Book. I've always been fond of 3CR, and not just because they played the song by my band stiletto, Woman in Trouble, 50,000 times. I was grateful for that, but that was a few years ago. Here I am again after all these years, and so is 3CR, still supporting musicians and writers and people with ideas to share. Keep going, 3CR. Listen to Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm to 2am for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moo Mullican, Lefty Vizelle, Hank Snow and many more. Remember, Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm only on 3CR. And do it all Many more. Gosh, that band covered so many genres. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Uh, recapping music we've heard thus far on the show. We just heard from Weird Al Yankovic and the truck driving song. I don't think Hillbilly Fever have uh, possibly ever played that. I'd be happy to be corrected um, if the crew from Hillbilly Fever have... Um, woken up yet a listing or they could be listening to the podcast or the repeat which is um, 5 a.m australian eastern daylight savings time um, and prior to that um, we heard the sparkles hello to jenny slater if you're out there somewhere um you used to um tune into the show from um well i think it was the united kingdom then whether it still is um and the, and sparkle and prior to that, Jesus and his judgmental father, kings and queens. And then we opened up with um, trans artist extraordinaire Jade Starr, who gender optimised 2.0 um, as a par, um, which is probably similar to Matt Hardy, the two. No, that's about 15, 17 years ago. Three wrestling references. I've Well, I won't be able to get them in next week because of all the great speakers at the Trans Pride Rally. Um, we are coming up to Trans Day of Remembrance, and I think it's worth just um, mentioning that. that I, I said we um, mentioned in the um, conversation with Rebecca Loveday earlier in the show that as long as we have this day, um, as long as there's any human decency, which I hope there is, um, you know, that um, you know, we will honour this day um, as long as it's um, been uh, 
you know, because um, we do need to con- consider it. Um, just to give the history of it, if people don't know, um, and um, it was first remembered in 1999 by a small group including Gwendolyn Ann Smith to memorialise the loss of her friend Rita Hester in Alston, Massachusetts. And it's become, as I mentioned, one of the big days of the year. And it is important that um, we mention it. But all the same, if anything about that is upsetting, um, always remember that Q Life around so-called Australia is here, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, including switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, Rainbow Door, one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven, or reach out to people. But I know that um, many of the events I've been to on the day have been a huge sense of solidarity and connection to um, that buffers any of the quite, you know, totally affirmed, you know, difficult feelings that we do feel like we are together. So um, we can hold space for both, which is really, really important. Um, and, you know, we do acknowledge also that, you know, whilst there's always things to improve as long as there's a proverbial milligram of discrimination of any sort that's one milligram too many but not while acknowledging you know um, again as Rebecca mentioned uh, Melbourne one of the better places in the world but you know I I call me old-fashioned in my technology but I subscribe to Google alerts which find their way into my inbox um, around uh, seven o'clock every night daylight savings time and including the word transgender and just some of the news that comes from overseas is just heart-wrenching. But surprisingly from the... Well, not to say surprisingly. I mean, you know, we think of the United Kingdom as a, you know, Western democracy, blah, blah, blah. But um, content note, um, hate. Um, unfortunately, the UK is now rated on the same level as Poland and Hungary for transphobic hate crimes, which I just find extraordinary that this is a so-called... Um, you know, civilised Western democracy in almost inverted commas is just almost beyond comprehension. So solidarity to our trans and gender diverse colleagues in the UK and loved ones and family members and allies over there and also a big woohoo to the great people at Mermaids who are a great group who do great work who are facing um, stress and pressure as well at the moment. Um, Young trans people are important. Um, Something that I've been pondering a bit on and off over the last, well, few months, both for myself and for middle and senior cohort trans people, um, which I might go into in greater detail in a future program. But um, one of the things that I have been pondering is, you know, sort of, I call this personally the topsoil effect. And what I mean by that is that for Older trans, and probably I'll say for LGB, maybe A, I won't speak for anything beyond gender identity and sexual orientation. It could be for other um, intersections, is that we perhaps have to claim ourselves and we haven't had a chance to do that in the first part of our lives. Maybe we lose sight of what we were put on earth to do as a person. And it's interesting because I call I call this the topsoil because, okay, we dig through the topsoil of gender identity, sexuality, in my case, neurodivergence, those sorts of things. What happens next? <laughs> what do we do with our lives? Um, and it's interesting. I've had in my own circles without people having to really go out of their way to approach me around, you know, sort of, oh, I think it's close to six or seven people who have, you know, 
in, we'll say 30 and above who have affirmed their identity. It does lead to lead to issues and thoughts about wasted time. And you know, look for me, me personally, I'm obviously glad I've been able to contribute to our communities and hope that I still can in some way. But I sometimes wonder, was there more more to it than that? Um, just one of those questions we ask. And I'm curious um, if people want to message in um, over coming weeks, if you are listening to this part of the show. Well, if you're not, you're not going to know to do it. But um, what do you think? And it doesn't matter if maybe if you're a younger queer person, I'm sure um, I'll go with queer. Um, you know, is that, um, what do you think of that? Um, has it been the same for you that maybe the dealing with stuff like gender and sexual slash romantic orientation has um, sort of been a delaying factor in your life, even if you are, say, 15 or 20, for example. Be really curious to find out about that. So um, something to think about. And um, you know, then you've got all, we've all got stuff as a person, and maybe if you're someone who's, I'll just leave it as cisgender and heterosexual, but of course there could be other factors. You don't have to think about things. Um, and it's not brought up for you, well, you can move ahead with your life. Um, but um, you don't think about them. But everyone's got stuff as a person and what prompts us to tackle it. Um, we all have our blocks, so to speak, that perhaps stop us being from 100% in the proverbial present moment. And um, uh, just something that you know is flying around my little mind at the moment. Anyway, leave you with that philosophical thought. One of the great philosophical performers um, is touring around Australia at the moment, and I got to see him in um, at the Elizabeth Murdoch Hall at the Melbourne Recital Centre on Friday night. Colin Hay, um, how someone can just play, sing and play and tell stories, sing, play an acoustic guitar, tell stories for two hours and have a thousand people in, well, the metaphorical palm of his hand is just um, amazing. He was truly amazing i sort of if i have to watch a long movie or a concert or something i usually fidget i'd be the first to admit not that there's anything wrong with fidgeting or stemming hello to people on with various forms of neurodivergence you might want to do that but i just sat there transfixed he was utterly amazing so i know i finished last week's show with a colin hay track i think i'm going to do it again take it out today with wayfaring sons get those violins and bagpipes and things out um from the album of the same name Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner, and I'll catch you next week. In the meantime, enjoy Freedom of Species, and I'll catch you next week. Don't go out in the night Even though you know the town Someone always wants to fight you end up lying on the ground I dream of life under the sun In my ears hear the ocean roaring Like all good wayfaring suns Traveled home and the rain is pouring Soaks me to my skin I duck into this public house Get shattered by the din I sailed across the sea My family and me Never knew if I'd return I didn't 
in my memory Here we are once again I'm with my friends and the whiskey's blowing And as the cold night air descends Drift away and my mind it wanders Back to southern skies I call myself a fool and hope I wake and Listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.